0: Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of The Articulate Fly, and we're back with another episode of The Spin, sponsored by our friends at Norvice, and this time we're joined by our old friend Braden Miller. Braden, how you doing?
1: Good, Marvin. How you doing?
0: As always, I'm just trying to stay out of trouble and, uh, you know, watching your Instagram feed and getting to spend a little bit of time with you. Last week, uh, you've had a pretty busy fishing season.
1: (laughs) Yes, sir. uh, I've definitely been trying to fish as much as I can, Uh, just about anywhere and everything. I've. I can fish for
0: conventional or fly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting too, right? Cause didn't you kind of spend some second mate time with uh, Jake Jordan down on the coast this year?
1: Uh, yes, sir. I did. Um, just about any time I could get on his boat, whether it was just him and I fishing or, uh, whether he had clients, um, giving mm-hmm. him a hand on the boat, whether it was leagering the fish, tying the rigs on. I mean, you name it, I was doing it for him. Um, hoping to get back down there. um, sometime soon after this uh demo day got coming up soon
0: yeah and so i guess you know how long do you expect the albies to hang around down around atlantic beach
1: um i've caught them pretty good into december um typically right around this time is when the big big albies show up like that 15 16 pound range um even some bigger um but typically later in the season like late November, early December, you can find mostly bigger albies, but there's still going to be some average size mixed in. And then uh, even bull reds, if you can get lucky finding them.
0: Yeah. And uh, I also know you're probably going to do a little bit of musky fishing this winter too, right?
1: Uh, Yes, sir. That's the plan. Hopefully. There you go.
0: But I mean, you do it all, right? I've seen smallmouth, largemouth, steelhead trout. I mean, you're kind of doing it all, right?
1: Yes, sir. You name it. Um, Even a little bit of flyhead fishing here and there. Um, even even if it's not on fly but um fly found bull reds down north carolina doing some kind of niche uh nighttime fishing um dock lights where you wouldn't normally expect to find bull reds but uh it, yeah doing a whole lot of stuff it's been, uh, been a lot of fun
0: yeah very very cool and you know obviously as it gets colder it's going to drive you to the vice and um i bet you're spinning up some uh some game changers aren't you
1: Oh yes, sir. <laughs> Everybody knows it's just, or anybody that knows me, it's just about all I tie. Yeah, um, just tying hybrid changers and micro changers
0: for Albies, and I mean just about anything, really. <laughs> yeah what's your What's your favorite flavor of changer?
1: Um, that's a hard one. Uh, just because I mean I've got like every single one of the box. Um, for me, it's really situation oriented, but I think a good go to is a
0: probably five and a half inch feather changer. Yeah. Got it. And I know the tip that you're going to share with folks, we're going to talk about it a little bit and folks remember, um, you know, we'll put a link in the show notes and you're going to be able to see Braden's video on the Norvice YouTube page. Uh, we're going to talk really about kind of proportions and game changers and why that's so important. And, um, you know, I guess, I guess Braden, we could really kind of start kind of at the front of the fly and work, work our way back and talk about how proportions, I, you know, I always think about, about how it affects the swim. Right. And, um, you know, why don't we just start at the head of the fly? I not you talk a little bit about what head shape does to the way a game changer uh, performs in the water.
1: Yes, sir. Well, I mean, there's definitely a lot of different ways you can finish off the heads on your game changers, whether it's a brush, um, straight feathers, if it's a finesse changer, just a straight finesse material, um, dubbing, you name it. But, um, really it all comes down to what material and, it can also come down to how dense the material is with how the water makes the fly swim. If it's really dense and kind of like a wide head, it'll push a whole lot of water, make the fly swim great. And I mean, you can get that kind of not, nah, I wouldn't say jerk action unless you're tying a jerk changer, but that kind of like T-bone, like kick to the side, whether it's the left or the right showing its side like side profile. Um, if you got that dense broad head pushing water all the way around it, um, if it's like a narrower kind of like bullet style head, um, it'll still swim. But in my opinion, it feels like it gets a little snakier unless you're tying that kind of jerk style where you have that long front shake making the fly glide and do all of its kind of jerk changer actions.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, if we kind of uh, flip the fly over and we talk about kind of proportions from front to back, you know, how, why is that so important and how does that affect swim? Um, I would
1: say kind of, as far as proportions go, um, with the tail, I try not to make my tails too long. Um, really just kind of depends on how long the changer is going to be. Um, but I try to keep them how I, I mean, it's hard to tell when you're first tying them, but when you start a fly off, typically you can kind of gauge how long the tail you want it to be. Um, As far as the shanks and the midsection go, I try not to put too many shanks, um, like more than you need. The fly will get really, really snaky. Not really want to swim as well as it would if you kind of bury them out with like different lengths and all, kind of just making it look, you know, normal, not crazy all over the place. Um, And I try not to make them too slim. You know, I mean, if you have that kind of tubular body unless you're tying a jerk changer where I like to fly like on the sides really flat. Um I try to make them just kind of symmetrical all the way through unless you're trying to do the jerk changer style. It can get a little wonky if you mess it up though.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I guess too, right, are you do you prefer to trim your changers or are you kind of one of those guys that like tries to use different size brushes so that you don't have a lot of a lot of cutting to do when you're done tying the fly uh yeah for sure um the finesse changers um i trim last all the way at the
1: end um that just seems like you get a whole lot less gaps in your fly um if you tie them both ways where you trim as you go and also as like when you trim afterwards you can see the difference in the fly how they look different uh just as far as as far as the spacing and the body and everything goes um hybrid changers i trim the support more than i do anything um just kind of gauging your taper as you go i mean you can definitely see if you're making it too tall too wide i mean you name it um just kind of buy it as you go and try to make it look right it's hard for me to explain unless i'm showing it but yeah i'm not a very good uh explainer
0: (laughs) Uh, but the good thing is you will be showing it because it'll be in the video and i guess the one last thing to talk about is to kind of talk about the tightness of that junction between the shanks because i know that can affect swim as well
1: yes sir yeah so i i really prefer to tie as far back on on the bend of the shank as you can without um disabling a lot of the swimming action i just feel like it fills the body out more makes the fly look a whole lot nicer And, um, there's definitely a, I guess a point where you can go too far and the fly doesn't want to kick as much, but once you tie a handful or a bunch, I mean, you, you know, how far to go and the fly, in my opinion, looks a whole lot better in the end.
0: Yeah. And you're going to show that to folks. And I guess, you know, for folks that are listening to this, I mean, what we're really talking about is you've got something that really kind of looks like a sideways light bulb, right? and the question is right it looks like a sideways light bulb because you got the kind of the clip part of the shank and you close that and then the question is how far you wrap the thread up and so are you normally wrapping like halfway up the light bulb or you come you're not coming down the other side are you i'm not coming down the other side no sir yeah um typically it's about halfway or just just above halfway gotcha and um that's going to be really awesome and so folks remember when this comes out there'll be a link to the norvice youtube page you can check out um everything in detail that Braden's talked about, but then also, um, I know you're a super busy guy and you're going to be on the show circuit in 2023. Where are you going to be putting the sizzle on this date?
1: <laughs> um, I will be at, uh, the Virginia show, the Atlanta show, uh, Edison, New Jersey, uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, uh, uh, let's see, Colorado and, uh, Pleasanton, California.
0: Well, there you go. You're going to be getting a few, uh, Few road miles and maybe some frequent flyer miles, right?
1: <laughs> yes, sir, no doubt.
0: Yeah, and so if people uh, Braden want to follow your fishing adventures or they want to buy some of your flies, what's the best way for them to catch up with you?
1: Uh, to find me on social media. My name on Instagram is Miller Time Flies. My Facebook is Braden Miller. And my website to get a hold of me about flies is millertimeflies.com.
0: Uh, very, very cool. And how long does it normally take for you to fill a fly order these days? I know it changes as the uh, as the year goes around.
1: It uh, depends. Typically in the summer, it's not that bad. Um, now, it'll take a little bit longer. Um, really, it just depends on how big the order is. Um but once I get the order and I can kind of gauge and
0: let, let you know. Yeah, very good. So I guess the moral of the story is if you want to give anybody some game changers for Christmas, they better reach out to you sooner rather than later, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Well, listen, folks, we really love doing these stories and we were, really uh, we're really appreciative of Norvice uh, sponsoring these. And uh, just stay tuned every two weeks from now to the end of March. We're going to have these with various Norvice ambassadors. And I hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Brayden.
1: Thank you. You too.